Welcome to the Baby Names Podcast. I'm Jennifer Moss. And I'm Mallory Moss Katz. And we're the founders of babynames.com. And we're sisters. We are. So first, we like to talk about the interesting names that we've encountered since the last episode. And for me, well, we went back to visit our other sister, Kate, in the Midwest, and we found some really cool names on the headstones in the local graveyard. So here are the some that I took pictures of because I thought they were so cool. And this is like my version of going through the phone book. Anytime I find names, I have to write down the cool ones. Okay, so Valoris, V-A-L-O-R-U-S. And I assume that means, you know, full of valor. Uh, Noella, like the female version of Noel or Noel. Esta, Olita. And here are some names that are cool as a combo between the first and last names. Zephyr Leib, Melva Mineart, and Vern Turnipseed. I have never heard <laughs> of Turnipseed as a surname. I have to go investigate that. I wonder if it was for a particular farmer or what, but it's cool. What about you, Mel? My name of the week is Annalise. It is of German origin and a combination of the names Anna and Elise. Anna is a Hebrew name meaning gracious and merciful. Yeah. Elise is of French origin and means God is my oath. You might not know this, but Anne Frank's full name was actually Annalise. Oh, cool. Yeah, I would consider it for a name if I were 20 years younger and had all my working parts. (laughs) True. I like Annalise. The one thing I tell people, though, because all the L-E-I-G-H names are really in style, as you've probably seen on the list, the big list that we're going to be talking about this episode. But be careful when you uh, name your child Anna Lee. Because that has been kind of associated with the word anally. So she could be teased if you use the variation of Annalise, Annalie. Yeah, let's not do that. Let's not do that. But now, drum roll, please. We have some exciting news. The Social Security Baby Names list is out for 2017. Yes, it is. And I know it's May. They used to release it in March um, because it takes them a couple of months to put all the statistics together. But then about five years ago, they started releasing it around Mother's Day, I assume, to get a lot of press. So it was released for Mother's Day this year. And I want to go over again the difference between the Social Security baby names list and the popularity lists on babynames.com because people ask us every year. Now, on the Social Security baby names list, those are actual births in the United States for the year. Now, there's another difference in that we compile names that are different spellings of the same name, such as Aiden with an E-N and Aiden with an A-N. The Social Security Office of the Actuary does not do that. 
because they compile the statistics by computer and it takes an actual person to go in and determine which names are the same. So their statistics are just a little different because their Aiden, E-N, and A-N are considered two different names. So let's do the top 20 boys' names first. So here we go. Number one, let's see if you can guess it. It is Liam, L-I-A-M. Number two, Noah. Three, William. Four, James. Five, Logan. Interesting. Six is Benjamin. Seven, Mason. Eight, Elijah. Nine is Oliver. Ten is Jacob. Eleven, Lucas. 12, Michael, 13, Alexander, 14 is Ethan, 15, Daniel, 16, Matthew, 17, Aiden, 18, Henry, 19, Joseph, and 20, Jackson, with a CK. Yawn, yawn, yawn. I think parents are still playing it safe when it comes to boys' names. I see that the um, suffix A-N, E-N-O-N is still popular, like um, Benjamin, Mason, Logan. I also see those biblical names that are always in on the boys' side. And also, two-syllable names seem to be trending, too. But there's nothing too crazy. Well, Liam has become hugely popular, probably due to some famous Liams, including actor Liam Neeson, Liam Hemsworth. Uh, let's see. He's Hunger Games, right? Yeah. And Miley Cyrus's arm candy. Yep. <laughs> Liam Payne from One Direction. And, oh, Prince Liam is also the lead character in Ease the Royals. I love the Royals. It is my guilty pleasure. It is so trashy. It's addictive, that show. I think Liam is also more popular because it's a variation of William, which is number three. Yeah, yeah. People don't always want to use the most common name sometimes, so they will riff on it. If you think on it, that makes William carry even more weight. I'm also noticing that the boys' names are typically more biblical than girls' names, just like you said, Elijah, Benjamin, and Matthew. Yeah, they've always been in the top 20. And let's now go to the girls' names. I'll read them off. Number one is, no surprise to me, Emma. Number two, Olivia. Three, Ava. Four, Isabella. Five, Sophia. Six, Mia. 7. Charlotte, 8. Amelia, 9. Evelyn, 10. Abigail, 11. Harper, 12. Emily, 13. Elizabeth, 14. Avery, 15. An alternate spelling of Sophia with an F, 16. Ella, 17. Madison, 18. Scarlet, 19. Victoria, and 20, Aria. Now, if you notice that number 15 and number 5 are both Sophia, but with different spellings, and I would definitely have combined those statistics, which would have probably risen the name a couple of ranks, so it's probably in the top three. 
overall. Yeah, absolutely. I think that would have been number three. A couple of things I want to point out about the top 20 girls' names is we predicted that Charlotte would shoot up in rank, and it certainly did once the royal baby was named Charlotte. Definitely, definitely. And famous Emmas would include Emma Watson, Emma Stone, Emma Roberts, and Emma Bunton, who is Baby Spice. And prior to the millennial generation from like around our generation, actresses Emma Thompson and Emma Sands from General Hospital and Dynasty. It is a name that became popular in the UK first and then started ranking in the US similar to Liam. On the baby names popularity list, Amelia has been number one for the past two years with Charlotte and Aria, both spellings, close behind. I'm not surprised Aria is already number 20. There are two character Arias that are influencing the baby names. Arya Stark from Game of Thrones, played by Maisie Williams, and Arya Montgomery from Pretty Little Liars, played by Lucy Hale. I think it will make the top 10 in the next couple of years. I agree with you. Arya is a beautiful name. It's also a musical name. So it's always been a favorite of mine. Now, one thing that surprises me is that Madison is still up there. Yeah. Both Madison and Aiden, completely saturated now as baby names in the United States, are both holding at 17. And again, Aiden might even be higher if they counted the A-N spelling also. Now, speaking of which, there are three different spellings of Jackson in the top 100. So combined together, they probably rank higher, too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Here are some interesting names beyond the top 100. Boys are Silas, number 120. I love that name. Giovanni, 142. Giovanna is also over on the girls' side, down in the 800s. I know a Giovanna, and she is as pretty as her name. Oscar, number 192. Uh, Jennifer, I don't even know how to pronounce this one. Tiago. Tiago, number 216. Jackson, 370. And Harvey, 382. I wonder if Harvey is from the TV show Suits because he's a pretty dynamic character. Um, and that's a real old fashioned name. So I see this whole old fashioned trend suddenly making its way onto the boys' side now. As for Jackson, that's obviously a combo name of like Jackson and Braxton or Paxton. So people are becoming a little more creative down uh, lower on the boys list. Maybe those will rise up in the next couple of years. Now for girls, the ones that I think are interesting are Nyla, N-Y-L-A, Freya, which is a goddess name. Hadley, Evangeline, as in the actress Evangeline Lilly. There are some unisex names, Avery, Marlowe, Legacy, Journey, Oakley, Zion, Sky, Hunter for girls, Stevie, and Layton. I'd like to point out some girls' names on the top 100. There's Layla, number 26, which I think is a beautiful name, like the Eric Clapton song, Layla. Mm -hmm. 
And there's Luna that we talked about yeah. very recently. Not That's a number fan. 37. Well, it's number 37. Uh, it still reminds me of Lunatic. All right. Um, The old fashioned name Lydia is number 85. And Nova, I'm not a fan, is number 95. But doesn't in Spanish that mean no go? Nova? Yeah. And that's why the car didn't work in Mexico, the Chevy Nova. But I guess because it has um, some planetary meaning and science is in. So it's kind of, it's a name very similar to Luna. Luna and Nova would be kind of cool sibling names, I guess. I like Luna. Well, Jennifer and Mallory are still in the top 1,000 at 310 and 551 respectively. And so I still beat you. Well, I'm more unique, so there. That's true. Um, Again, there's a treasure at 968. What do you think about? Don't do that to your kids, folks. Don't name your child treasure. That's a girl's name, I think. Um, And Khaleesi is at 630. We talked about that Um, name in our character names. Um, Khaleesi is a created name by George R.R. Martin for the Song of Ice and Fire novels, which are Game of Thrones. And it's actually a title. It's not a name in the book. It's like saying queen. That's right. The name's at 1,000. The male is Jax, J-A-X. Mm-hmm. So Jackson still is... yeah reigning over this list and the girl's 1000th name is Alora A-L-O-R-A Oh I like Alora that's a neat like alternative to Mallory or Mm -hmm. Laura because Laura is kind of a plain name so anyway for the full list of social security top baby names in the United States for 2017 go to ssa.gov slash OACT slash baby names. In our next episode, we'll talk about the differences of baby names popularity by U.S. state. Hooray! Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by The Giraffe, an extender handle for razors. It's hard to reach your legs when the baby bump gets in the way. The giraffe lets you shave without bending over, allowing you to keep both feet on the ground. You just attach your own favorite razor on the end and then extend it to as much as 20 inches. It's also a handy tool for those with disabilities that might keep you from easily reaching your legs. To learn more about the giraffe and to purchase, go to babynames.com giraffe. All right. Well, let's get to some celebrity baby news. American Idol season six winner Jordan Sparks and her husband, Dana Isaiah, had a baby boy May 2nd and named him Dana Isaiah Thomas Jr. They will call him DJ. The name Dana is American in origin, meaning from Denmark. This is their first child. Well, you know my view on naming children after parents. I think it's kind of an antiquated 
tradition and I understand why people do it because it's a long-standing tradition, but I believe that children should have their own identity. Hmm. I don't know. I'm one that says if it's a family tradition, go for it. You didn't when it was that person who was, didn't want to name their kid the seventh. Well, I think sometimes you can go too far. <laughs> okay. Actress Kirsten Dunst and her fiancé, actor Jesse Plemons, recently welcomed their first child, a baby boy named Ennis Howard Plemons. Ennis Plemons. Ennis Plemons. Huh, okay. The media is speculating that the baby name comes from a character in Fargo Season 3 because Dunstan Plemons famously met on the set of Season 2 of the show in which they played a married couple. Sorry, do not like the name Ennis. It sounds too close to something you might have to do if you have a colon blockage. Ennis, anyone? I just hate it because it has a really bad personal association with me. Mr. Ennis was the name of my middle school gym teacher, and I absolutely hated Jim. Oh, gym class. That was the worst class ever. Like, really? Could anybody climb those ropes? No. I couldn't get more than two inches up on that freaking thing. <laughs> we had social dance in our gym class and I middle hated school. that too. Whoever decided social dance among awkward middle schoolers was a good idea, I hope is writhing in hell right now. <laughs> and can I say there was one time when they wanted us to like run up, bounce off one of those springboards and do a flip over the horse. And I'm sure they don't do that anymore. But <laughs> I just looked at that and I was like, no. <laughs> and, and I got sent to the principal's office because I refused to do it because I know my own capabilities. I would have died. I would have broken my neck and died. Anyway, so that was gym class. And so Ennis is out. Goodbye, Ennis. Australian model Miranda Kerr, or is it Carr, and her husband Evan Spiegel welcomed their second child, a baby boy, earlier this week. They named him Hart, H-A-R-T, after Evan's grandfather. Hart is English in origin, meaning male deer or stag. Miranda has an older son with ex-husband Orlando Bloom named Flynn. I like Flynn, even though Flynn Bloom is kind of a lot of L's in there with consonants but heart I'm not so sure of maybe for a girl but it sounds like you're saying heart h-e-a-r-t and it sounds very lovey-dovey and I think maybe a boy could be teased about it but I just would kind of shy away from that name for a boy hmm <laughs> you have nothing else I to got say. nothing <laughs> New Face the Nation host Margaret Brennan and her husband, former Marine Corps judge advocate Yado Yakub, will welcome their first baby in September. So congratulations to Margaret. Ivan Strahovski, currently starring in The Handmaid's Tale, is ironically expecting. She is also known for her roles in Dexter and the comedic action show Chuck. You might not know this with all the American parts she'd played, but Yvonne was born and raised in Australia. I did not know that. I totally thought she was American. 
she's really good at an American accent. She's awesome. Um, and when I read this in the script, I went back and tried to look up some of her uh, interviews. And she's got kind of an Australian slash American accent now. It kind of flips back and forth, but it's really adorable. Um, and one thing I realized, Strahovski's character in A Handmaid's Tale is named Serena Joy. And no spoilers here, but she is neither serene nor joyous. I guess that was an irony set up by Margaret Atwood, the author of the novel. Love Margaret Atwood. I do too. And in the wait, what, when did this happen and where have I been department... Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt are back together again. What? And now talking about having a baby. She's 49. My head is blown. I cannot believe this. I guess he's not in the I Hate Rachel Club anymore. (laughs) But why on earth does he want to have more kids? I think, doesn't he have six already? I mean, between his biological ones and the adoptive ones? Yeah, absolutely. And let's just take a minute and go over the name of the babies. Oh, let's do that. Names, names, names. Um, Okay. uh, Maddox Siobhan, or Siobhan, I guess, was adopted in 2001. Zahara Marley, adopted in 2005. Shiloh Nouvelle, born in 2006. That was their biological, first biological kid. Pax Thien, who was adopted in 2007. And then they had biological twins, Knox Leon, Leon and Vivienne Marcheline in 2008. So why do you think he wants another child? I don't know. That sounds like a little tabloidy to me. Or maybe it's just because Jen always wanted to be a mother. So maybe he's accommodating her. Who knows? Who knows? Good luck to them. And let's talk about some royal news now. Mm-hmm. Harry and Meghan are planning to have a baby within their first year of marriage. They are saying it's because of her age. I didn't even know this, but Meghan is 36 and Harry is 33. I did not know that either. Good for her. Not only you go out and get yourself a younger man, but a prince to boot. Go, Meghan. Their wedding will take place this Saturday, May 19th at noon UK time. Time to start naming another royal baby, Jennifer. I'm so excited. So that's the celebrity baby news for this episode. Now on to our Q&A. All right. Hi, Jennifer and Mallory. I admire the baby name etymology work that you do and love your site. Thank you. But I just came across the name of a customer where I work that might stump even you. The name is Kira, and it's spelled Q-H-Y-R-R-A-E. She pronounces it like Kira. Where does this name come from, and what does it mean? Keep up the good work, Jessica. Oh, my. Kira. I like the name Kira, K-I-R-A, but you know what? Not a fan of this alternate spelling. Well, I did a quick Google search, and there's only one woman that I found that had this 
exact spelling of Kira. So I don't think it's a name in itself. And that's probably your customer, by the way. I think it's probably a creative spelling of one of two names. Kira, like you said, which means dark and meant for a woman of either dark skin or dark hair. Most prevalently, a form of the Celtic name Kira, C-I-A-R-A, or a form of K-Y-R-A, Kira. Kira is also a Russian name meaning lady and an Indian Sanskrit name meaning light. The other name it could be is a form of Kyrie, K-Y-R-I-E. And Kyrie means Lord. It's actually a Greek word untranslated into the Latin mass, most notably from the phrase Kyrie eleison, meaning Lord have mercy. So anyway, Jessica, thank you for submitting that name. I will definitely add it to our database as a variation on the name Kira. All right, here goes another one. Dear Jennifer and Mallory, I'm pregnant with a girl and due in July. I have a name already picked out, but everyone hates it. It's Pita, spelled like the bread, P-I-T-A. I'm a fan of the Hunger Games and fell in love with the name Pita, P-E-E-T-A, from one of the main characters, Pita Mallark, although he is a boy. I decided I wanted to change the spelling to be like the bread so it's more girl-like and simpler. My husband says no way because of the acronym. It's apparently supposed to mean pain in the ass. But will people know that? I told him that if I got a name expert to weigh in, either way, I'd go with your decision. Sincerely, Beth. Okay, well, I appreciate you putting your trust in us first, but I'm sorry to say, Beth, I'm going to have to agree with your husband about this. As soon as Mallory read PETA, P-I-T-A, and even spelled it out, I started giggling. I think it is pretty popular as an acronym, and of course, acronyms are now more popular than ever because of texting, and so instead of spelling out phrases, people are shortening them to acronyms, and so I think a lot of people know that P-I-T-A means pain in the ass, and I think this name would bite her in the ass. (laughs) Well, all I have to say is I didn't even know the acronym. Sorry, I'm not on the cutting line of texting. But I will tell you, PETA spelled like PETA bread is probably the worst name I've heard in a long time. It is terrible. Why? I mean, it's easy to spell and it's easy to pronounce. You know, why not name your baby Hala? That's even better, okay? That's actually pretty. (laughs) Kala is kind of pretty. Um, Or rye. How about, uh, what's some other kind of bread? Sourdough. Sourdough. I like sourdough. (laughs) Let me tell you what. You like sourdough better than pita for a baby name? Yes, I do. That's how bad I hate pita, okay? Or tortilla. You know what? I I like tortilla better than I like pita. (laughs) Shut up. You know what I just thought of is that Peter Malark in Hunger Games, he was actually a baker and baked bread. 
Oh, Ooh. there you go. Probably sourdough or tortillas. <laughs> so, Beth, sorry to say, and you promised to go with our decision, so we're saying no. And that's two name experts. That's two name experts for the price of one. I would go back to the drawing board. Hurry up. Uh, you've got two months. Good luck. Let us know what you decide. Yes, please. So that's our episode. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. This is Jennifer Moss. And Mallory Mosscat Signing off. Thanks so much for being here, guys. We love you. And Jennifer, I love you. I love you, too. We just hit 20,000 downloads. So we really love you, and I guess you kind of like us, too. Thanks a lot, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks, guys.